back to the Michigan Business Speak brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Holman, and we are coming to you from our studios in the uh, Capital Region International Airports. Come down and see us whenever you want to. Right now, we're going to kind of stay in the mid-Michigan area, and we're going to be spending a little time with Terry Sand, one of our favorite folks, business service manager at Capital Area Michigan Works. And uh, Terry, it's interesting because this is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. So tell us about that. Yes, thank you. National Disability Employment Awareness Month is October, and that celebrates the contributions of Americans' workers with disabilities, both past and present, and showcases supportive, inclusive employment policies and practices that can benefit employers and employees. And that's according to the U.S. Department of Labor. This year's theme they chose is Advancing Access and Equity. You know, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot to do in this space, and we all need to know more about it. So tell us a little bit about how embracing diversity and inclusion in your workplace is the right thing to do for your company. Yeah. According to Accenture, companies that embrace disability inclusion have 28% higher revenue than those that don't. So that's a good business case right there. And so folks are kind of wondering where to start maybe when hiring, they want to ensure that their process is accessible to all candidates. One place to start with that is to be clear that they're open to individuals with disabilities right in their workplace. A 2019 study by the Harvard Business Review found that only 39% of individuals with a disability felt comfortable disclosing that to their manager. So companies that want to show they're the type of company that wants individuals with disabilities, they want to make sure that their applications are open to all candidates and that they're comfortable advocating for needs right from the start. So often they want to offer accommodations, maybe even saying to those candidates as they're scheduling their interviews, is there anything we can do to accommodate so that you have all the tools necessary to nail this interview? It's kind of interesting, 2019, this study by the Harvard Business Review found exactly that 39% of individuals with disabilities felt comfortable disclosing those to their manager. How does that apply to this whole discussion? Well, that certainly shows that it's a private matter, right? So not everyone is going to just blatantly say it. It's certainly not going to be on candidates' resumes and cover letters. And even when someone's hired, they're not openly sharing. So companies need to make the environment comfortable. They need to you know, think ahead. And what ways can we make our building accessible? What ways can we make this work accessible? What ways can we just have flexibility in interviews and all the different kinds of meetings and so forth and try to plan ahead where possible, but then making it a situation where folks are willing to disclose as needed. So even when a company has a meeting for their workers or they're making a webinar available, you know, even putting in the announcements for those kinds of things, here's the phone number, here's the email, here's ways to request accommodation if needed. And of course, asking if there's anything that we can do to accommodate, right? I mean, that's always a big part of this process. Exactly. All right. So provide candidates with a choice in format or flexible interview times, that sort of thing. And formats. Absolutely. So, Terry, we understand that uh, some positions have obvious physical requirements, but others don't need to include them on a job posting if it's not necessary for a role. Is that correct? And how do you deal with that? 
Right. It starts with those accurate job descriptions. So sometimes job descriptions were created quite a few years ago and haven't been updated. So certainly making sure that accurate information is in there and maybe those things like must be able to lift this many pounds or must have a driver's license, different things that were put in there for pretty much the wrong reasons years ago really doesn't apply anymore today. So getting those updated is a great place to start. And then, of course, asking the right interview questions based on the accurate job description. So again, with the old interview process, making that as accommodating as possible, because we know there are people that can't get to site. So, you know, I guess making the employer also aware that remote interviews is something that they should get comfortable with. Exactly. Even someone who doesn't have a disability can find a remote interview to their advantage. They don't have to deal with traffic and parking and all different reasons, but that's a great option for everyone. Well, keep working with it because you know we need them all in the workforce, that's for sure. Terry Sand, manager at Capital Area Michigan Works. You've been listening to Michigan Business Beat on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Chris Hardy.